Hey guys, welcome to another episode here. I'm your host, Nick. And I'm Jack. Welcome to today's podcast. So we have a, a short episode today just talking about what to do and uh, how to handle it when, you know, life throws you curveballs because it seems to be quite often, doesn't it? I'm going to be real honest with you, man. This one speaks personally to me. It's just, it, it's, it's constant for me, constantly traveling, constantly having to, you know, deal with outside Lots of room for air. And it's like, no matter what you do, shit always hits the fan and you're just like, man, fuck. Mm-hmm. So I know, Jack, the reason why we kind of came up with this topic in general was because you had just been give, thrown a curveball and you were actually going through it. You're still going through it. Um, I don't know if you want to elaborate on it while we're on air, but uh, we can give him a short summary, I suppose. So, yeah, um, I'm a trainer. As you guys know, I'm a personal trainer to Planet Fitness, and uh, I, I love it. I love my job. I love where I train. I love my clients, and I love everything about it. And um, it's uh, – I was thrown – a curveball means that I was offered a promotion and an opportunity to step up. Our gym has been going through, you know, a shift in uh, a shift in staff and then a shift in management. So it's something that I really didn't want to do, and I've been pushing it off. I did say no at first because I my focus has always been on becoming an independent, successful trainer. But I decided to. Uh, bite the bullet and you know go up and honestly I say bite the bullet and it really hasn't been like I even I'm enjoying my job now too like I'm still working for the gym I love the gym you know now I'm in a little bit more control and I'm have power to make change and make the gym better so I do enjoy that side of things but it just sucks having to put my personal training career in the back burners for a little bit you know and I mean, it happens, uh, you know, it, this is like what we're talking about. It's like when life throws you a curveball, you just got to kind of deal with it. And through a little bit of personal experience from just talking with you, just from myself, I came up with about seven different types of strategies that I think are really beneficial and it could help a lot of people. And the first one that I came up with was assessing the situation. I know for a lot of people, when you're overwhelmed and you're in the moment, you start to think about what's going on. And like, let's say somebody passed away or somebody, uh, you know, somebody just randomly, something really bad happened to them. And hopefully that doesn't happen, but it always does. You want to make sure you can assess the situation, take that step back, and objectively evaluate the situation. I don't know how you feel about that one, Jack. Oh, no, I love it because I feel like it's very important for me to make sure I kind of take that step back because I'm always like a think in the moment. I just do. I actually, I don't even think in the moment. I usually just do, you know, and um, it's definitely something I have to consciously be aware of. Because I'm a go, go, go type of person. And growing up with grandparents, it was, the difference was definitely very um, drastic. And I remember they were, oh, they, they were always telling me to slow down and just take a step back and think about what I'm doing before I do it. And 
even growing up, my teachers were always telling me, think about things before you'd say, you know, because I always had a, I was always talking, I was always saying the first thing that came to my mouth. And I know that kind of is going off topic a little bit, but it definitely speaks personally to me. Buddy, that is, that, that is not off topic. That just kind of shows a different approach that a lot of people, I think, have, which is following their instincts. Like plenty of people do that. Some are planners, some are goer, getters, go-getters, whatever. I'm trying to say the word. You know what I'm saying? But it's just uh, and some people are in the middle. But I think it really just comes down to whoever you are and just assessing that situation. The second thing that I've kind of found is staying calm. It's important to keep those emotions in check and just make sure that you have a time and place to release them and make sure that you are able to go back to number one, which is assess that situation. You know what I'm saying, man? Definitely see that strong correlation between the two because you can't really get a control of your feelings and your emotions unless you take that step back and take a minute to process everything. 100%. Now, I'm curious because obviously your trainer lifestyle is now in the background as you try and climb the corporate ladder. I put quotation marks around that. The uh, What would you recommend as a breathing exercise or a calming exercise towards that second point I just talked about? It's a great question, and there's many different types of breathing styles and breathing patterns. I am definitely not as well-versed in that as I would love to be, but I'm making uh, active efforts to always expand my knowledge. Um, something that I do know that I that works for me to help calm down is box breathing. You do box breathing. Yes. So what, what is do, that? You do four second increments. You'll do slow four second inhales. Then you'll hold for four seconds. Then you'll exhale for four seconds, and then you'll hold that again for four seconds before inhaling and repeating that process. It's kind of taking okay. a step. It's kind of slowing it down a little bit. It's really good at lowering the heart rate. And I personally do like that. I know there are better breathing techniques out there as well, specifically for what you're talking about, but that's always my go-to. Okay. Uh, I was unaware of box breathing. I didn't even know there was a thing. The, uh... There's all different types of breathing styles, and a lot of them have different core, you know, different purposes, whether it's going to bed, slowly just slowing down the heart rate whether we're just trying to meditate whether we're trying to you know do cardio or a higher intensity like it's definitely something i encourage you and all our listeners out there to definitely do a little more research in because breathing something subconscious and we really don't realize if we just really focus on it for a little bit and shift the way we breathe for different things we can really be more effective and just help with our uh, overall mood control and breathing i got you so let's move on to the third point seeking support how about you elaborate on that jack what is it to you to seek support like what does that look like for you absolutely and i know it can be so many different ways to go do that but for me personally the first person always the, the first two people i always seek support in are ashley you know my lover my girlfriend and then my grandma, who I live with, because I know she just has a lot more experience in life and in a lot of things than me. And we're really close, so it's very easy for me to, you know, 
let her know what I'm struggling with and ask her opinion on it for either of them. But I had I actually had written down pretty much verbatim what you just said. Reach out to trusted friends, family members, or mentors for support. Talking about the situation and getting your input from others can provide fresh perspectives and potential solutions. So I like that last bit that I wrote down, which was the fresh perspectives, which help you to go back to one, which help to assess the situation that you're in when life throws you that curveball, right? Definitely. And another point I kind of want to make on that is I'm sure whenever we do think about looking, seeking for support, we always are going to go to those people closest to us. And that definitely makes sense because we have we feel comfortable sharing with them our struggles and we know they're going to come up with a good, reliable answer, which sometimes it is good. But, you know, maybe even as someone you're not as close with, but may have a particular point of view that your loved ones can't offer. So maybe somebody at work that you don't know that well, but, you know, they've gone through this or, you know, somebody that you're just not necessarily as close with that they have a little specific insight and the struggles most definitely my man and then we come to our fourth part which is problem solving it's that brainstorming it's that trying to find that solution for those problems you're currently facing and it's just one of those things that we we probably take for granted like we do a lot of problem solving during the day and yeah and it it all comes down to breaking the bigger issue into smaller issues taking manageable steps prioritizing them based on importance and feasibility and just simply taking it from a to z and going from a to b b to c c to d so on until you get to z you know what i'm saying man i i completely get what you're saying and i definitely love that uh particular way you kind of explain that cool because i just came off of it with a dome i was actually really proud of myself with that one i I figured you could have this one covered considering you know you you that's what you do for a living and that's what you do for a passion even when you're not at work you create you have these projects going on and you're always figuring out a way to solve them and a way to make it most efficient so that's what i try to do and that's what we're trying to kind of help our listeners uh you really can't teach problem solving you have to no you can't it kind you of gotta just be comes in a problem time. and then you got to solve that problem mm-hmm. and it's you know it, it's almost counterintuitive it's like you're sitting there and you're like uh how do i develop problem skills well you need a problem and then you have to solve it mm-hmm. and so I, I i find that very uh paradoxical think that's a word it's a paradox you can't have one without the other and you can't have the other without the first thing mm-hmm. so but nothing works with problem solving until you take action and that is our fifth point here you have to put your plan into action and take those concrete steps towards resolving the issue be proactive and persist in your efforts and be prepared to adapt and adjust as your approach comes up with i'm at point a but instead i've skipped to see somehow because life threw me a curveball so it's that adaptation 
that helps you go back to our first point of assessing the situation. So I'm just saying right now that if you you can you can basically plan and come up with solutions to the cows come home, right, man? And you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I think I got a solution. But by the time you come up with something that's feasible that you've thought of for so long, the opportunity to do it now goes away and now you've got a bigger mess. You know what I mean? I do. I really do because I'm a procrastinator. And when I do have problems, yes, I usually start thinking about it right away. But it's that taking action for me that is the problem. I might have something just sitting there waiting to be done. And I have the idea. I even maybe took a step, went out of my way to get something for it to solve that problem. And somehow, some way, that problem still manages to sit there in the back of my life for quite a while. So this one definitely uh, hits, a, hits a sore spot for me. We're going to get a little deeper with this next one, which is, again, it's uh, very paradoxical. I keep saying that word. I don't know if that's a word. I really hope someone corrects me. The word of the night. You know what? It is the word of the podcast. It's the word of the night. Paradoxical. It is learning from your experiences. So just like we were kind of saying in problem solving, you can't have good problem solving skills unless you have problems to solve. If you're pulling from your experiences, that helps to build that problem solving. So you're looking for opportunities to learn and grow from the situation. You're reflecting on what you can do differently. It's all of these small little things that help your future self and help to uh, basically alleviate anything that life throws at you with that curveball. You know what I mean, man? I do. I really do. And, and so, um, no, continue. I got to say that that ties in perfectly with our seventh point right here, practicing self-care. It really doesn't. There's no, there's no flow with that. I just <laughs> I needed a transition, and that was our transition. It's basically taking care of yourself, and it's crucial during those challenging times. So, it is like, because your priorities switch up. And it's hard to uh, yes, yes. It's hard to keep your uh, your self care and you know putting yourself first, your your health and your uh, mental health first. It's definitely hard because you be overwhelmed and you just have maybe it's literally no time to take those steps. But again, I definitely see it see it tying in with the rest because you're never going to identify the fact that you're ignoring your self care until you take that step back, you know, and it's just, you know, life throws you lemons and you got to make lemonade, but you also got to make sure that we're not just always trying to get through our problems, but maybe we do take the time. Maybe it takes a little longer to work through them, but, you know, in the long run, we're doing what's best for ourselves and we're going to be able to solve these problems better with a clear head, you know, with a stronger mindset and with a healthy body. Buddy, you're going to love this. You just basically said one of my favorite uh cliche paraphrases when life gives you lemons you make lemonade i switched it up to say when life gives you lemons make orange juice expect apple juice taste cranberry juice 
Well, because that, that was a curveball if I've ever seen. Um, exactly. I like what you did with it, and I definitely it definitely ties in very well with everything we've been talking. You you can see have this you can have this idea you can have this problem maybe it's like you know you need the money you have these lemons you're gonna make lemonade but again you never know what's gonna happen and uh, that's interesting i like it i really do when i thought of that i felt really smart and saying out loud i feel very silly right now (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's it's silly but it really it has the there's a deeper meaning well, I appreciate that you think that there's a deeper meaning. I just was probably <laughs> craving cranberry juices that day or when I came up with it. Uh, yeah, I think but so. I think in your current predicament, which is the entire reason why we talk, we're we talking about this topic on the podcast, and I know that we are a particularly like finance, fitness kind of individual or individual podcast kind of host category. It really, this category, this topic does tie in, in the sense of you right now are dealing with a lot. And I think that for people that are constantly going to the gym or constantly having that one thing that's consistent in their lives, it lets them feel like they have some kind of control and lets them just, hey, I know shit kind of hit the fan, life's throwing me a curveball, but at least I can go work out my biceps today. Or maybe you couldn't get it in and you had to go for a run instead, you know? It's all about that adaptability. You know what I mean, man? I do, I do, because there's plenty of days that I can't squeeze time in for the gym or I'm just in such a bad mindset where, like, I know it's not worth it, but I'll still at least go out of my way to, you know, go for a walk or a jog or do something that adapts to it, you know? Always. There's always. always other, there's always multiple choices. There's always different things we can do. Either it's just a compromise with yourself or it's just something altogether. So I'd like to leave, you know, I, I, we've covered all of the points that we had, you and I had kind of sat down and discussed about prior. And I'd, I'd like to leave off on the note of just people should remember that every challenge is an opportunity for growth and learning. By staying proactive, seeking that support and taking steps to overcome any obstacles and just following those seven steps as a guideline I feel like people can really start to just kind of grasp a better approach to dealing with curveballs. And I think Rocky said it really well. And I know that you just watched this or you should have watched this, Rocky Balboa. It's like, it's not about how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit while still moving forward. I think that's what he said along those lines and yes i did just watch that so uh definitely very well said and uh awesome movie that i i have only seen that one particular clip but it's an awesome movie uh, it is a good movie i just watched creed for the first time last night and it was a great great continuation of the storyline i'm loving it in fact i might just go watch creed 2 now because we're talking about it Another quote I want to say that, you know, might be a little silly, but really does apply to all this. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger and smarter. So 
think so. I don't think the and smarter part was in there. No, it wasn't, but it that does, and you know, it was it was paraphrased. <laughs> Whatever, fine, fair dude. enough. So I think that's all we got for uh, tonight, man, and this week's episode. So you got any uh, parting thoughts, my friend? All I gotta say is when it when the times are tough, you know, all you can keep do is. Keep your head up and keep going on, and you never know what life's going to throw you, so just, you know, keep going Most forward. That's all I definitely. got. And, uh, I really do like a lot of those points you brought to the table, and uh, I think there's a lot of reflecting we can do on this particular podcast, so I appreciate those thoughts, Nick. And uh, guys, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for staying along with us, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.